Welcome to Reading to Kids podcast. I'm your host, Jenna. And I'm your host, Peyton. And we're here to read to you or with you. We know that sometimes moms and dads don't always have the time or the motivation to read to their kids each night, and we know how important it is. So, on those nights that you're not in the mood, we're going to do it for you. Can't wait to read with you. Good job, Peyton. High five. Uh, which is chapter 17. Okay, we carved pumpkins last night, and the chicken, the baby chicks are loving it. They're like going crazy over it. And also, that is true. We did not carve pumpkins. Peyton has no interest in carving pumpkins. Is she the only child that doesn't like carving pumpkins? I want to know if anybody listening doesn't like carving pumpkins too, because I remember as a kid, I used to love it. Why don't. It's slimy. It also kind of does sting your arms. Yeah. So, her dad did it. It's okay. There's no point of it. There is a point. It's so cute. We're going to put it outside. Well, anyways. You know what? You are just like the Scrooge McDuck of pumpkin carving. I'm not going to lie, but nobody really comes around Halloween over here. Yes, they do. Especially when they're going to see the house. We live we live across the street from a very famous house that was in a movie. So every day, how many people do you think come and visit it every day? Um, eight. Eight? <laughs> well, maybe eight when we're home. But there's people that come all throughout the day when you're at school. I don't know. There's probably like 20. 25 to 100 people on any given day that come to see the house and take a picture with it. So... It's from a I'd scary say, movie. I'd say 50 people per week. 50 people a week? That's not true. There's way more than 50 people a week. Dude, if it's nice outside, there's like hundreds of people that come. It's crazy. It's annoying. Because they always park in front of our house and we're like, check it out. Scooch a booch. Get out of our driveway. People are just so rude. And one guy... I don't know if you're there. One guy was smoking a cigarette, which is disgusting. And he just threw his cigarette butt on our property. And I said, are you going to make me pick that up? And he said, sorry, ma'am. And he picked it up. He was just going to leave it. People are disrespectful. So if you grow up, be respectful. Yep. Okay. Back to the book. The I know people are just rude. I think we're just putting up a fence. Honestly. Like, in the front part of it. We wanted to leave it open so that we could landscape it. But the neighbors were like, don't do it. People just drive over your flowers. And we're like, what? And she's like, yep. It's crazy. It's crazy. Anyways. Would just drive into the property? Yeah. The neighbor. Poor neighbor across the street. She's had people drive into her fence. Yeah. Ay, ay, ay. All right. And they broke it. Yeah, they broke it. They literally drove into her fence. Like, they should have paid for that. They do. They always have to pay for it. Uh. Yeah. The last person I was at home, so I took a picture of it just in case they tried to drive away. And they had, like, a BMW. <laughs> like, a really expensive brand new BMW. Oh, jeez. Okay. Chapter... They pay for it. Yeah, they pay for it. Don't worry. But then she has to worry about her dogs getting out because she has dogs. Yeah. yeah. These people. No, tell me. Remember the fence doesn't go to... The dog fence doesn't go that far. Mm-hmm. I know that that's true. They, they have a a partition so that the dogs can't get out because it's happened so many times. And then guess what? When Leah was out there, the fence fell on her and cut her. Mm-hmm. Telling you. You said we were... Okay, sorry. Anyways, let's read. We're here to read. 
All right. Sorry, we're three minutes in. I'm sorry, three and a half minutes in. Uh, The plan. When we got back to the bedroom, my grandmother took both me and Bruno out of her handbag and put us on the table. Why on earth didn't you speak up and tell your father who you were? She said to Bruno. Hey, that's what you said. Yeah. Because I had my mouth full, Bruno said. He jumped straight back into the bowl of bananas and went on eating. That is very disagreeable. That is a very disagreeable little boy you are. My grandmother said to him. Not a boy, I said. Mouse, quite right, my darling, but we don't have time to worry about him at this moment. We have plans to make. In about an hour and a half's time, all the witches will be going down to supper in the in the dining room, right? Right, I said, and every one of them has got to be given a dose of mouse maker, she said. How on earth are we going to do that, Grandmama? I said, I think you're forgetting that, the mouse, that a mouse can go places where humans can't. Oh, I think... Oh, okay. That's quite right, she said, but even a mouse can't creep around on the tabletop carrying a little bottle of sprinkling mouse maker all over the witch's roast beef without being spotted. I wasn't thinking about doing that in the dining room, I said. Well, then where? In the kitchen, I said, while their food is being ready. My grandmother stared at me. My darling child, she said slowly, I believe, I do believe that turning into a mouse has doubled your brain power. A little mouse, I said, can go scuttling around the kitchen among pots and pans, and if he's very careful, no one will ever see him. Brilliant, my grandmother cried out. By stuck a mouse. Yeah. By golly, I think you're right. The only thing is, I said, how will I know which food is theirs? I don't want to put it in the wrong saucepan. It would be disastrous if I turned all those guests into mice by mistake, especially you, Grandmama. Then you'll just have to creep into the kitchen and find a good hiding place and wait and listen. Just lie there in some dark cranny and listen and listen to what the cooks are saying. And then with a little bit of luck, somebody's going to give you a clue. Whenever they have a big party to cook for, the food is always prepared separately. Right, I said, that's what I'll have to do. I'll wait there and I shall listen and I shall hope for a bit of luck. It's going to be very dangerous, my grandmother said. Nobody welcomes a mouse in the kitchen. If they see you, they'll squash you to death. I won't let them see me, I said. And don't forget, you'll be carrying a bottle, she said. You won't nearly be as quick and as nippy. I can run quite fast standing up with a bottle in my arms, I said. I did it just now, don't you remember? I came all the way up from the Grand High Witch's room carrying it. What about unscrewing the top, she said. That might be difficult for you. Well, let me try, I said. I took hold of that little bottle using my both of my front paws, and I found I was able to unscrew the cap quite easily. Oh, that's great, my grandmother said. You are a really clever mouse. She glanced at her watch. Half past seven, she said. I shall go down to the dining room for supper with you in my handbag, and I shall release you under the table together with the precious bottle. From then, you will be on your own. You will have to work your way unseen to the dining room, to the doors that lead to the kitchen. There will be waiters going in and out that door all the time in You'll have to choose the right moment to nip in behind one of them. But for heaven's sake, be sure that you don't get trotted or squeezed in the door. I'll try not to, I said. And whatever happens, you mustn't let them catch you. Don't go about it, Grandma. Don't go on about it, Grandma. You're making me nervous. You're a brave little fellow, she said. I do love you. What shall we do with Bruno, I asked. Bruno looked up. I'm coming with you, I, he said, speaking with his mouth full of banana. I'm, gonna, I'm not going to miss my supper. My grandmother considered this for for a moment. I'll take you along, she said, if you promise to stay in my bag and keep absolutely silent. Will you pass food down for me from the table, Bruno asked. Yes, she said, if you promise to behave yourself. Would you like something to eat, my darling, she said to me. You know what would be funny? 
if but, his dad was like, Bruno, Bruno, and then Bruno came up and he was like, yes. I know, right? Because they said his voice is just the normal yeah. loud. Yeah. No, thank you. I said, I'm too excited to eat, and I've got to keep fit and frisky for the big job ahead. It's a big job, all right, my grandmother said. You'll never do a bigger one. All right. It is time to finish getting ready for school. Okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. That's why you're brushing your hair. Okay, bye. Happy Friday. You mean start, not finish. Finish. Start. Wait, you are. Okay, yeah, we're going to confuse everybody. Bye.